Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I'm your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate and argue about the things in life that we love and hate. And most of the time, I do not agree with Anne, but we always try to find some common ground. Yeah, and I don't ever agree with Emily either because you're kind of you're well, your interests I just said are most weird. of the time, and you're like, I never agree. <laughs> okay, that's true. The tables have turned. Usually, I'm the positive one, but anyway, um, we are going to be doing a top ten. We like to do these sometimes, and we're doing top ten miniseries. So we looked online, we searched for some top ten ideas, and there was a list of top miniseries. And I'm so excited because I love a good miniseries. Yes. I hope Euphoria is on there. I don't know if that's technically it's not, called a miniseries. That's mini not a miniseries. No. What's a miniseries even? So a miniseries is like, it's, you could qualify it as a TV show, but usually it's like, it's not even a full season. It's like maybe six episodes, maybe 10. Some of them are a little bit longer. Often they're like documentaries um, or they might be like dramatized documentaries, uh, but they don't have to be, but that's, that's common. Or sometimes like, you know, they're like, I know of some that are based off of books and like the books are long enough that that you can't just do one movie, but they're not, you know, they're short enough that you don't want to do like a whole TV series. And okay. so it's like a little mini series, which just so like. So is, is it normally just one season? It, it, technically, I guess, yes, but you wouldn't qualify it as a season. Usually it's just a mini series. So it's just, it's a series that's just six episodes. Okay. Well, I'm intrigued to know what's on the list so that I can find out what a mini series is because I wonder if like people or the. O.J. Simpson and the People, is that a miniseries? I don't know. I haven't heard of it, but I could guess. Emily just gave me a, oh, a what? It's a reenactment Face. of the O.J. Simpson trial. I haven't watched it. So good. Yeah. And also <laughs> the same the same type of show, but it's the Versace, because if you didn't know, he was murdered you probably don't even know who I don't Versace even know is. Who you, no, I don't. Is he like a designer or something? Yes. yes. Hey, I knew that. Famous at least. Italian designer. That was just a guess. That was a complete guess, just based off the name. Versace. Yeah. And what else is a mini series or what I would call a mini series? I would call, I mean, Euphoria is probably not because there's going to be another season. Yeah, no, it's that would but be But it's a only TV 10 show. episodes. Well, yeah, it's not so much about the length or the number of episodes. It's more just about the content. Like, is it a one and done type thing where it's like, okay, we have a story to tell. It's going to be more, it's more than a movie, but less than a TV show. Ooh, Little Fires Everywhere. Is that a TV doc- miniseries? Because that's only one season. Anyways, <laughs> I, I literally just disregarded everything Anne just said. And I, I was know. like, wait, what about this, this one? one. <laughs> it's, it's only one season. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, I'm excited to hear about these and yeah, learn. Yeah. Like the first one that jumped to my mind, which I hope is on the list. I did. Okay. I will say I'm the one hosting kind of today with the miniseries. So I was scrolling through the list quickly and I did catch a couple as I was scrolling by and I didn't see it on the list, but I hope it is because I didn't see all of them is Band of Brothers. That's one of my favorite miniseries. So that's a little bit of a longer one. I believe there's 10 episodes um, and they're each about an hour and it's just, it's a dramatization of a parachute company that landed like in norm during normandy during world war ii um and they were one of the first like paratroopers like to land um one of the first paratroopers just in general it was a new concept at the time to like launch soldiers out of a plane that was world war ii was the first time that ever happened and so it's really good i highly recommend very just like again it does it's kind of like i actually think it's better than like saving private ryan where it like 
it does put you like it's graphic like you know it's not for children by any means like they really do put you in like this is what it was like in the Mm -hmm. war um and so it's just really good and one of the things i like about it is at the beginning of every episode for the first like couple minutes like three to five five minutes they have the actual survivors who were the actual like paratroopers like the actual soldiers they'll speak and they'll just have like a little interview and they just kind of talk about you know what they remember what it was like how it made them feel and so you actually see the real men um who are now like obviously like a lot older but so it's really cool so each episode you get a little insight from the actual men and then you watch you know a dramatization of what it was like for them so it's really good. Well, if it's not on the top 10 list, then it's not <laughs> worth watching. <laughs> this is just, what was the website? This is according to listverse.com. So who knows about this listverse, but we'll find out. Are you ready, Emily? Mm-hmm. Okay, so number 10. Do you have any, I mean, do you have a guess? Considering that I don't know what a mini series <laughs> is technically, um, I'm going to guess Band of Brothers. Okay. <laughs> It is not. Um, listed, again, this is listverse.com. According to Listverse, number 10, it is Watchmen from 2019, which I have actually not seen, but I've been told to watch. I have actually never heard of it. Is it about space? No, but it is about DC Comics. So oh. the Watchmen are DC Comics. I don't know a lot about them. I just know that they're, you know, from the DC comic universe. So um, I've been told, though, that it's a very good series and that I should watch it. So now that it's on Listverse, <laughs> I guess I gotta. Okay, well, speaking of DC, have you seen the new Suicide Squad movie? I've seen the trailer for it. Is that a DC? Those are DC yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, Correct. good. Good job, Emily. I didn't just make proud a fool of, of myself. No, you knew what you were talking about. I'm so proud. <laughs> Thank you. I heard that it's better than the first one, which... It better be. Which, yeah. that's a very low bar, yeah. so... But I hear the music's not as memorable as the first one because the music on the first one was really good but that's about all that was good about it Mm. in my opinion in my humble opinion okay i don't know we'll see i didn't the first this is the problem the first one had all of the ingredients to make a beautiful pie it literally it had great music it had great graphics it had good actors it had everything and yet it just came out bad it just crumbled it just came out bad i don't know i don't know what happened (laughs) somebody didn't turn on the oven to the correct temperature or they didn't preheat it because that's always my problem i don't preheat i just pop it in and i'm like oh (laughs) oh, yeah i can't believe that okay (laughs) anyways this isn't about pie this is this is about (laughs) our top 10 miniseries number nine i will give you a hint emily you have actually already said it (gasps) is it the brand of brothers no (laughs) is it is it one of the ones that I said? You did. Is it Little Fires Everywhere? Nope. Is it the O.J. Simpson versus... Is it Versace? <laughs> it is The People versus O.J. Simpson. Yeah. Good job, Emily. I didn't think... i not going to lie. I didn't think Emily was going to get any of them, but I'm proud of you. You got Thank one. Thank you. Claps. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Again, heard good things. You've told me good things. Really good. You know that... You know who O.J. Simpson's lawyer was, right? Um, wasn't it Kardashian, 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 yeah. whatever his name, Rob, Rob, Robert Kardashian, Robert Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how they Chris became is famous. in it. Kim, Chloe. Wait, the actual people? No. Or but, actors portraying them. Yeah. Actors oh. portraying them as small children. Oh, got it. Yeah. It's really good. Isn't that how they became famous? Um, I mean, probably technically is when they first hit the limelight, but others would argue that they got famous a different way, especially Kim. 
Oh. <laughs> that, yeah, that's how I would argue they got famous. <laughs> um, anyway. But yeah. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on. Number eight. Oh, but wait a second. Oh, yeah, Number what? nine. Number nine. You need to watch it because it's really good. I don't know how many episodes there are, you, probably 10. Do you think it fits, does it qualify as number nine or would you have put it higher? I mean, I probably would have put it higher because I don't know if I'm going to know any of the other ones. Yeah. But I literally, I watched it at the beginning of COVID when we were all quarantining. I'm pretty sure I watched it within like two days. Yeah. That's what I love about miniseries is like, again, it's longer than a movie, so you get more invested, but it's a short stint. It's not like a TV show where you're watching it for weeks or months on end. It's like... Mm-hmm. You just get to enjoy it for it's what it is. But yeah, and David Schwimmer, who is that his name? Who plays um Ross. Ross. Yeah. He plays Robert Kardashian. Oh. And Sarah Paulson, who is in American horror story. She's in a lot of things. Don't know. Her. She's the main um female Victim? lawyer. I oh, can't remember lawyer. what her name is in the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. But very good. Definitely recommend. It's on Netflix. Okay. Number eight, guarantee you haven't heard of. I actually haven't even heard of it, so. Ooh. And I also, just based on the title alone, have a feeling you would not like it at all. Great. What do you think it's about? Space. (laughs) Definitely haven't seen it. It is called From the Earth to the Moon, 1998. No, thank you. I definitely disagree. That should be number 11. Okay, hear hear me out, though. So I'm reading a little bit about the blurb. It is co-produced by Tom Hanks and Ron Howard. So it's got to be good. I mean, Ron Howard is one of my faves. And Tom Hanks. I mean, he's Tom Hanks. You can't. Yeah, I love Tom Hanks, but I hate space. And I'm probably going to look like a fool when I say this, but who's Ron Howard? Oh, Emily. (laughs) I feel like I hear his name all the time and I don't know who he is. He's super well known in Hollywood. So it's like like you with Beyonce. You're like, who's Beyonce? (laughs) I know who she is now. (laughs) I may not have known like two years ago. <laughs> okay, so Ron I'm Howard. Look up a photo of him while you explain. Okay, well, you might, while you're looking him up, he's probably arguably, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that he's very well known for. He's a very famous director, producer, but he got into Hollywood a long time ago on the Andy Griffith show playing Opie. Oh, Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. In the opening credits mm-hmm. with uh, starring Andy Griffith. Also starring Ron Howard and Don Knotts or something like that. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So don't recognize him. Yeah, he, he's, again, he's not like, I mean, he's super well known if you, if you know anything about Hollywood and if you're into like, but that's the thing. He's behind the scenes guy. He's super well known behind the scenes. But the other thing is his daughter is Bryce Dallas Howard, which I did not know. I don't know who that is. I'm pretty sure she's in, um... What the heck is that movie? The new Jurassic Park movies. Jurassic World. She's the main girl. Oh. So she's a redhead. Oh. And she was in The Help. Oh. I can't I remember I if she's the about. one who's like eating the pie or uh, not. If it was the I other girl. So. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Ron Howard. Love his stuff. I've always been a huge fan. I mean, he did Arrested Development, which is one of my favorite comedy shows but he's also i mean he's a oscar winning director like he's done um, a ton of amazing well i'm sure it's good 
if you're into that kind of thing. I, I, I want to watch it, not going to lie. It sounds very interesting. It's about like the Apollo missions, which I've always found super fascinating, which makes sense, you know, from Earth to the moon. That was all the Apollo. I was like, did you know that all the Apollo missions were the ones that went to the moon? Nope. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, do you know what one actually landed? Apollo the 13th? Nope. Is there 13? How many there, are there? Uh, I actually don't know the total number. There is, an a thir- there is the 13th, though, because have you seen Apollo 13 with Tom Hanks? Where no. Because that, that was the one where everyone's like, don't go. It's an unlucky number. Like, don't do it. And they were like, we're going to go. And then all the stuff went wrong. But they survived. And it's an amazing. It's an amazing story. We should watch it. It's really good. No. So they were just like, don't do it. It's a bad number. So like, it was is just, everything it was just going to end thing. on the 13, on 12? <laughs> yeah, well, no. They're no. like, okay, it's 13. So we're <laughs> just going to stop doing this forever. No. It was just that was it wasn't a real thing, but it was just like people like his wife was a little bit nervous. Like, well, he was going into space in general. Like that makes you it would make me nervous and scared. But yeah. What was the question? Um, I don't remember. We can oh, move on to number about seven. Which Apollo, but I don't really care. Oh, anymore. that's right. It was Apollo 11. Oh, I was close. You were close. But Apollo 11, that was when they actually landed. Mm. Anyway, number seven, I have seen. Highly What's recommend. I actually think you would like it because it's a little bit of a thriller. Maybe I've seen it. It's called The Night Manager. Nope. Never seen it. Never <laughs> heard of it. It stars Tom Hiddleston okay. and Hugh Laurie, who I love. Don't know who this is. I is know. that a boy? Yeah. Well, you said Laurie and then it threw me Hugh off. Hugh Laurie. <laughs> anyway, it's very good. It's a based, I believe, off a book series and it's, um, it's a thriller. It's a mystery. So basically, it starts with this guy who's a night manager. He kind of gets kind of on accident roped into this crime that happens and he has to help this girl but then like all this stuff goes down and then he decides that he's going to take down the big man who's like this big guy who's Hugh Laurie's character who's like you know selling weapons and doing bad deals and he's like I'm going to become a spy and I'm going to take this guy down it's very good highly recommend I enjoyed it thoroughly I think he would like it Hmm. I'm not huge into spies they're kind of like and you're like on the edge of space for me but maybe maybe i'll give it a try well i think you would like it okay it is it's a british spy move spy series oh, they're all british okay okay it's good i highly recommend we'll see number six no idea it's from 1989 probably never seen it then yeah no it's called lonesome dove but i do like 1989 taylor swift's album <laughs> So maybe Emily would like this just by association. Um, it's a Western-themed mini- miniseries. So nope, I think, like it. yeah, I was going to say you're probably out. Um, I don't know. Just based on what I'm reading, it sounds interesting. It takes place in the 1950s and 60s. Um, it's listed as number six on, you know, again, Listverse. So far, I've agreed with a lot of their choices. So I would give it a try. I like I like Westerns. Hmm. But I don't. Well, now I'm really upset that number nine is number nine. I know. (laughs) All right. What's number five? Number five. It is one that I have mentioned to you before. Band of Brothers. Nope. It is about a real event that happened in the 1980s. And I was very shocked that you had never heard of it before. Oh, I know. It's Chernobyl. It is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> I actually haven't finished it yet. I need to finish it. But I watched like the first two episodes and I became obsessed with it. And I was telling Emily about it. And I was like, it's about Chernobyl. And she's like, what's Chernobyl? And I was like, you don't know. It's the biggest nuclear disaster that's ever happened. Like, you don't, you don't know about Chernobyl? Um, I'm sorry. They didn't teach me this in school. <laughs> Did they teach you that in school? I'm pretty sure, or I found out for myself because I like history. 
Yeah, see, I don't like history. I know, but but still, I mean, it was, it's a, I mean, literally to this day, Chernobyl is still nuclear, like, it's still active. Like, you can't go there. You can't go, like, it's literally, they everybody had to go and leave, and like, it's still having lasting effects even to this day because of how bad it was. Yeah, I had never heard of it until she told me about it, and if anybody is listening that went to school with me, can you confirm or deny if we learned about Chernobyl in school? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do recommend, like I said, I haven't quite finished it, but even just the little bit that I've watched so far, I'm it's really good. And it's really sad, too. And Yeah, I watched the trailer and it looks like it would be really good. I bet you would like it. It's a very dramatic, like, and it was a real, like, it's just crazy that this actually happened. So, uh, again, definitely not for kids. <laughs> it's graphic and it's, you know, brutal and it's sad, but um, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting piece of history that I think everybody should know about because this is one of those things that we never, ever want to <laughs> repeat again. Like, yeah, we should know what happened so that it don't never gets Don't go repeated. there. This is bad. <laughs> you will die. You, you will die. You will. You get nuclear radiation do they have like guards there like at all times now um being like no entry. no because they they i mean i do believe there are some people that rotate around because they do i'm pretty sure they do have some like some i don't i don't really know i just know that nobody is allowed to like live there or stay there and like mm -hmm. if there are people there they get they can't stay there for long they, they get rotated out that's crazy. It is crazy. And everything, like, it's just crazy. Like, it literally, it's one of, it is a, an actual ghost town because people literally, like, they just left everything. So, like, there's plates. Like, if you were to go there, there's glasses on end tables and, you know, like, eyeglasses. And, like, even the the people who were in the the factory that exploded and had the accident, like, they had had them take off their, like, clothes and they threw them down in the basement because they were so radioactive. And to this day, those clothes are still there and they are still highly radioactive. And you, like, if you, like, even if you just, they're so radioactive that if you were to touch those clothes, you would burn. That's how, just from radiation alone. Isn't that nuts? So they literally, like, these nurses, like, they brought, so the explosion happened. Nurses came, rushed in to, like, help the workers who are getting injured and burned. And they're taking these clothes off and the nurses are carrying them down and their hands are getting red and burning from carrying clothes. That's crazy. That's how bad it was. Well, that makes me want to watch it. You would like it. It's good. Okay, well, Highly I'm recommend. almost done with New Girl, so <laughs> that might be my new show. <laughs> yeah, and again, and it's sad, and it's sad because, like, there's a lot of, you know, it, it affected a lot of people, not just the people who lived there. Like, it spread quickly, and people, like, the government, you know, this was in Russia, like, they tried to kind of cover it up when they really shouldn't have, and, you know, it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that happened, so... Hmm. Highly recommend. All right. Number four. I don't know this one. It's a 2003 Angels in America. Nope. Never heard of it. What's it about? It's about the 1991 play Angels in America. So same name. Um, and it's about like the gay community and the inception of the AIDS epidemic. Ooh, that sounds sad. Ooh. Sounds sad. Sounds like documentarian. <laughs> I don't know. I if think that's a well, word. It's probably it's probably a dramatization of like real events. One of those where it's not like a documentary, but it's based off of yeah, inspired by. Um, so yeah, it's kind of about that. Just kind of um, that'd be interesting to just learn more about. Yeah, that's true. I don't know a whole lot about it, mostly because it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> it I would only be good know to like the that. things that I've seen, like in Bohemian Rhapsody. And <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. That's but probably that's just not one person's yeah. experience. Yeah. Well, definitely. I know it was like, it was like its own pandemic in a way because it spread like so quickly, suddenly. Um, mm-hmm. And it was hard. People didn't fully understand it back in the day when it was first emerging. And so it was a really, it's really sad. How many, I feel like, like people, people still don't understand it now, which is sad too. Yeah. It's just like a very stereotypical thing that people talk about. Yeah. And to imagine like in the 1980s when it was like new and people and people didn't even necessarily know exactly how it was getting transmitted at first. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's it's sad. So I think this would make me sad. What is it called? Angels and Angels in America. Mm. So would give it a shot. But well, it's number f- number four, right? Number four. So yeah. it's up there. Yeah. All right. What's number three? Number three. Again, another one I haven't heard of. Roots. Roots. Okay, I don't know why I always think of <laughs> R-O-O-T-S, Roots, 2016. It's a remake of an original 1977 miniseries. So it's basically about slavery. Um, it's about a young man, um, and it kind of follows his journey, um, even like up into his adulthood, uh, with what it was like being a slave and getting sold into slavery. Um, so I think I would like this one. I've always found those stories, like, again, really tragic and sad, but I think important to watch, like, important to know that history. So mm-hmm. I think I would like it. Yeah, I probably It looks would. good. But that's all I know. Number two. We're getting up there. We're getting up there. Number two. I have seen parts of this one. Ooh. Not in its entirety, but I would like to watch it in its entirety. It's a documentary miniseries. Blackfish. No, that's just one movie. <laughs> a good one, though. Yeah. But you're actually, I will give you points. Not that we're keeping track of points, but it does take place out on the ocean. Oh, great. It's called The Pacific 2001. And it's about um, the, oh, it's funny. In the description, they talk about Band of Brothers. <laughs> that was, that was, because again, it's about, a, it's a, a dramatization of uh, what it was like to be on a battleship during World War II, basically. Um Hmm, I probably wouldn't like that. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, maybe not. I think, it, I, again, I've seen a little bit of it here and there. My brother has watched it before, and that's how I've kind of, like, seen bits and pieces. And he's always really praised it. Like, it's really good. And so I've always wanted to watch it as well. Especially because, again, I, I love that sort of World War II. Like, I like war history. So I think I would definitely enjoy it, and I would totally watch it. Mm. Okay, drum roll for number one. Oh, that's terrible drum roll. Uh, it is a series I have seen, and I am very excited that it is on here because it's phenomenal. It's super good. What is it? You would not. Well, okay. For any listener who doesn't know, Emily knows very little about this part of history. It's American history. Oh, great. It also coincides with Hamilton's history. Oh, great. <laughs> Can you even give us the time period, Emily? The war. Which one? <laughs> the Revolutionary War. Good job. Ding, 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 ding. It is the miniseries called John Adams. Highly recommend. Super good. If you want to learn about our American history, watch John Adams. It's one of the best miniseries. It's like, it's one of the best documentations of like the Revolutionary War. Because one of the things I love about it is it really humanizes the founding fathers. Like a lot of the times whenever you're learning about them in history, it's like the founding fathers are these brilliant men who came together and they made a declaration and they were all excited about it and they all agreed and they were all like, yes, let's do this. And then we won the war. Hooray. And America was born. 
And it's like this glorified, like very simplified just Mm -hmm. version of it. And then you watch John Adams and it's like, oh, no, they did not agree. Like they, there was a lot of debate and there were men who did not believe that we should declare independence, rightly so, so, considering that the British was the highest like ranked army and most powerful army in the entire world. And we were basically nothing. Like we had a militia. We didn't even have a military. We didn't even have a commander when we were signing the Declaration of Independence. We didn't have anything. And they were like, let's fight the greatest military force in in the world. And people were like, are you nuts? <laughs> we will die. <laughs> like, no. And so, yeah, there was a lot of debate and a lot of people didn't agree. And there was a lot of turmoil and it was very difficult. It was not an easy thing. And it was a very difficult decision to make. Um, and so, and even, I mean, the war itself, I mean, Washington was working with not trained military men. He was working with militia men. They were fighting a guerrilla warfare, which was pretty new at the time. Like that concept was new. Um, they really didn't have supplies at all and people weren't willing to give them supplies. Like it was just literally, we should not have won that war. It's a miracle that we won and that America exists today. <laughs> like we should not Yay, have won. Yay, us. Good job, us. But anyway, so I, I've watched it multiple times. Um, it's, again, if you like any history or if you want to learn more about the American Revolution, highly recommend because they do such a good job. Like um, the lead actor, Paul Giamatti, does a phenomenal job playing Adams. And like, it's just, it's just really good. It's got good acting. It's got really good writing. Like they really, like I said, they humanize the characters. You empathize with them and you kind of like... And, and they cover not only the full Revolutionary War, but a little bit after, too. So they cover his whole life. So basically starting, like, right before the American Revolutionary War, they kind of start with that. Like, he was a lawyer, and so they kind of start there. And then it goes up to his death. So it, like, covers his mm. whole life. Um, well, his whole career life. And so really good. Highly recommend. Watched it multiple times. Would watch it in a heartbeat again. Well, I'm very upset that they didn't include... Band of Brothers? No. Me too. The Act. I just remembered that one. Oh, is that considered a miniseries? I would consider it a miniseries because it's telling one story from beginning to end. It's one season. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would count that then. And it's a true story. Yeah. Well, what the heck? List verse. (laughs) I know. I got some bones to pick with you. I will say I do approve of obviously your number one pick. If you couldn't tell, I got a little excited and passionate. I know. She was very passionate. I was like, how do you remember all these facts? Like, how do you remember when guerrilla warfare had just started? (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's paraphrasing. I mean, it it probably, there was guerrilla warfare happening beforehand, but they didn't necessarily have a term for it. And they didn't necessarily use that as a battle strategy. Like, that was our entire strategy was just guerrilla warfare. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Doesn't that mean, like, you just go and you don't really, you just, like bombard them or something i don't know it kind of, it means you're you're hitting them from the shadows like it's so basically it's a type of warfare where you're just like you're in and you're out and you're like you kind of you're hiding behind the bushes you're like boo attack okay <laughs> your guns are bigger than mine run away <laughs> and you try and like sneak up on them and you try and like so it's very it's 
it's not your traditional like you know lineup men get out on a battlefield and just attack each other you're like attacking supply lines you're you know you're not necessarily doing like a full battle it's more so you're just trying to hit them where like they're weak and trying yeah. to like you know destroy sit ship shipment supplies or you know that kind of thing that's a good idea that was the only way we could win <laughs> like it's again like if we had tried the traditional like battle you know there wouldn't would be enough oh people they would have wiped us out in a month like after two battles we would have been done like that was the only way because again we didn't have the supplies we didn't have the manpower we didn't have the gunpowder like we just didn't have we didn't have nothing we didn't have nothing it's a miracle we won i don't know how we did it partially what helped was the number one was definitely the guerrilla warfare tactic but the fact that they had to send men and supplies all via boat and all via ship that really hurt them yeah it took a while and they weren't on familiar territory and also they were like literally they would wear bright red clothing like that was what the british wore they were in these bright red uniforms very easy targets not very smart of <laughs> no, them not. it was not <laughs> i mean thanks just yeah, I, know, yeah, I guess because <laughs> we won but yeah so all that to say highly recommend the miniseries john adams super good so are you pretty happy with this top 10 list they put I together i'm pretty happy with it all you know right. They didn't have Band of Brothers, but they had the Pacific. And they mentioned in the description, they talked about how their counterpart, Band of Brothers, was also very popular. Which, again, so Band of Brothers is, like, on land, and the Pacific is equivalent, but, like, out on sea and battleships. So. Well, I'm just glad that I knew one of them. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. I really didn't think you would know any of them. Wow. Sorry. Well, I better get on my mini-series game. Yeah. Well, and again, it's so easy because it just takes, like, a week if that, I mean, yeah. depending on how hard you binge, I binge pretty hard usually. So <laughs> I could maybe do it in a night. <laughs> Not in a night, probably two or three, but still. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, Anne, what's your life lesson? My life lesson is even if you're not a huge fan of history, I do recommend at least trying those like more dramatized history miniseries. Because I think I think even if you're not a big history person, you can empathize with people and you can empathize with their stories, especially when they're told in like not a documentary way, but a dramatized way. Yeah. You know, you just you it's a different experience. And so I do think it's important to learn that history and to understand it. And so find a way to learn history that you enjoy. You know, it doesn't have to always be the textbook or the documentary or the boring stuff. Like there are a lot of really good, even the OJ Simpson, like that's history, you know, like finding your niche of how you like to consume history. I think it's important. So learn your history and find out how it works for you. Yeah, I think mine would be similar to that. Like, I think mini series are a great way to learn about history because it's not like your boring show that you would watch in class where it's all just historians talking or mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. it's actually like made more for entertainment yeah. <laughs> and you don't have to spend a whole ton of time on it because it's a mini series you get it it's right mini. it's just a little snippet it's just a little, thing. A little, little guy <laughs> So, yeah, I might be checking some of these out. Yes. Probably not the space one. Probably I'm not sorry. from our... Tim- uh, yeah, but come on. It's about NASA and the the how we got to the moon. Like, ugh, don't you want to know and learn about that? It's so fascinating. No. And it's also... That's also a sad story because there were astronauts who lost their life to get us to the moon. Well, in my opinion, we don't really need to go to the moon. Okay. <laughs> so that was just all for nothing, apparently. <laughs> In my eyes. 
No. But, you know, it's important to some people, so whatever. <laughs> it's important to me.